Happy end of June. I am recording this episode on the last day of June. And I tell you what, I, no matter what I do, I cannot get these episodes that I do on my own done early. I just always like to do them at the last minute. I just feel that I need to be present with the moment. I think that's what I do with these episodes. The interviews I do, I always batch because they take planning. You have to do them in advance, editing and all that. But these, I just like it to be impromptu, just like I'm calling a friend. And so I know I, my podcast editor, I always tell him I'm going to do it in advance. (laughs) I don't. So Chris, I love you. Thank you for bearing with me through all these last minute recordings. But it's the end of a month. And I love the end of the month because I'm always thinking about uh, what I've done, what I've accomplished, and I get excited about a new month. It's like starting fresh with a clean slate and what are going to be my goals uh, for the next month. And I have a big month coming up. I have this weekend is big because I'm going to go see one of my, my youngest daughter. Her husband has a farm. And so well, his family has a farm and they always spend 4th of July at the farm. And we haven't been for, I mean, I think we went years and years ago, but I'm excited. So we're going to do that. We're just going to go for a day. It's a couple hours away. And it's funny because I don't know if you do this, but I have two kids and my oldest daughter, I'm, she lives in Charleston. So I don't see her as much as my youngest. She has four kids. And so I'm going down on 4th of July, the actual 4th of July. I'm flying down in the morning and I'm excited because I haven't been with my grandkids on 4th of July for a long time. So I get to hang out with them for 4th of July and I'm going to be there next week. And so when I, after I planned that trip, I was feeling guilty and I thought, well, I need to even it out. So you need to be fair with your kids, right? And so when you spend time with one, even though I spend more time with my youngest, I feel like I need to even it out. So that's what we're doing. And it's also my wedding anniversary on Monday, the 3rd. We got married on, it was a holiday, the actual day we got married. It was a Friday before, so it was a three-day weekend. So that worked out really well. And I love that anniversary. It's my second marriage. So my first wedding anniversary was February 28th. We got married in the middle of winter. Uh, But I love having uh, summer around July 4th uh, anniversary. And then on the 30th of July, we leave for Ireland and Scotland. So we're going to go on a big adventure for 10 days. So I'm really excited about that. So lots going on in July. And so that's what I'm going to be putting down on my 30-day or my July planner, which I, I use. And so today's episode, what I thought I'd talk about is dreams. Because really, when we plan our to-dos, they should be aligned with dreams. And people, I think, get all caught up with, oh, dreams, dreams. That's such a big word, right? And so I think we avoid dreams because they're too big. And it's like, oh, I'll never get them. our, Our brain goes there. Our brain just thinks things are too big for us. They're way outside of our comfort zone, so we don't go there. And that is a problem. I know this because this is me. This is me. And I think I'm pretty normal. And you probably feel similarly if you're normal. And if you're a dreamer, great. That's fantastic. But you are 
abnormal because most people don't dream. But what I want to do to make it simpler, to dumb it down, is to think of dreams as desires. Our deepest desires, big dreams equal deep desires. So if you're putting together a plan for the coming month or the next 90 days, I like to do 90 days and then break it down into months. So you're always looking at, okay, what did I want to accomplish over the 90 days? And what in the next 30 days can I make progress on for for those 90-day goals? And of course, your bigger dreams are longer-term goals, longer-term desires. But we tend to only put down the things we think are possible, not the things we think are impossible. Because why would you put down something that's impossible? Our brain just thinks in limits. That's what it does. And a lot of it's around the safety of like, it's scary to think limitlessly. Oh my gosh. Because we're just like little people. So we dumb down our dreams. We shrink our dreams is probably the better way to say it. We shrink our dreams. And so in this episode, I want to talk about how to get your deepest desires known, how to be aware of them because they're unrealized. So they're not only unrealized, they're untapped, they're suppressed, and they're avoided in some cases. And this episode was inspired by a download, a realization, an aha moment that I had about my own dreams because I didn't think I dreamt. And then I had this download that I actually did dream. I dreamt pretty big starting at 10 years old. And I didn't even realize I was doing it. And what I want you to come away with in this episode from listening, is that understanding you do have big dreams. You do have deep desires. You probably just don't know what they are, but they're there. And I want you to start to be intentional because I wasn't intentional. It was a total unawareness of having a dream and executing on the dream, totally unaware. And it happened anyway. But we don't have time to be unaware. We don't have time to be lucky. And if you have proof, and I'm going to show you how to find proof in your past, if you have proof that it has happened, you have had dreams that have been realized, and how you did it in a very easy and simple way, then this is going to be a game changer for you. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, 
How about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. I am super excited about this episode because it was a universe download. And these aha moments are what I believe I'm meant to receive so I can pass them along. And I actually shared this download with some of my students this past week. And I not only have my examples to share, I have a couple of really great examples for my students to share of what they realized in this ridiculously easy way to uncover our hidden desires. And this ridiculously easy way can not only help us uncover them, but it can show us proof that our deepest desires, in some cases, the big dreams that we did have and might not even have known about, did actually happen, that we actually manifested them into our life in some way, shape, or form. So that's what this episode is about. I want to give you an easy way to not only uncover your dreams yet to be realized, but see evidence of it in the past. So you know this will work, okay? So the first thing I want to say is you have to dream. Please dream. Please know that big dreams are possible and big dreams don't have to be scary. Start calling your big dreams your deepest desires. Everyone has deep desires, but often we have desires that we feel we can't achieve, that we can't uh, birth because we feel that our deepest desires might hurt someone that we love or that it might change our life in a way that might be uncomfortable. And that's really scary. So we have these deep desires. We think about them on a subconscious level. But often, if they do bubble up to our conscious level for a blippy moment, then they disappear or we shove them away because we think they're too big or not possible. Why why execute or go for something that you feel is impossible? We we are a failure avoidant people. <laughs> we do not want to fail and our brain is always a very cautious thing and it's always avoiding things that it thinks might be failures instead of looking at them as opportunities and possibilities and what could you learn? Hey, what if you fail? But what if you fly? If you ever heard that quote. So I want you to, number one, feel that your deepest desires are there. Number two, that they can be revealed. Number three, that if you want to live a life of excitement and happiness and joy, that's the best way 
to find those desires and then be aware. The awareness is what is the beginning. And then start to put them into some sort of action plan. Little steps. Because that's the fun of it. It's not like getting to the end and realizing it because then our desire once our desires are fulfilled we're going to have more desires it's like our desires should never end they're compounding you get more and you get more because as you take this path forward you become a different person in the process and that different person as that person evolves has more desires and more desires so This is a tool for you to use as soon as you finish listening to this, okay? So before I get into the tool, I want to tell you, which I'm going to reveal by explaining this part. Visualization is key for goal achievement. It's proven scientifically. Athletes use it. I talk about this in my training. You've probably heard somebody who has won a gold medal in the Olympics say, I ran that race in my head over and over and over. I saw that gold medal being hung around my neck. I felt those flowers and smelled those flowers that they gave me when I was standing on the podium. All the details, all the senses of that future event and experience were seen in the mind's eye before it happened. The winning shot. And the, if you're thinking golf, my husband does this a lot, right? But you're thinking of the swing, the perfect swing, the perfect drive, the perfect day. And getting that chip shot that goes right in the hole. I think of Michael Jordan leaning back as he's, throwing in his basketball shot to win the championship. All of those athletes had deep desires to win a gold medal, to win a championship, to win the the pot of money in the case of the golfer. And because they rehearsed it in their mind, it was so believable. It was so believable. So it was a reality that it was just hadn't happened in the in the present moment. But it, it was just gonna happen. There was this knowing that it was gonna happen. And so visualization is so hard to do when you don't even know what your deepest desires are. How is that possible? And what I found in my students in the second half spark school is so many come in and they just get so stuck in the coming up with the desires. It's not easy to do when you're stuck in your head and you have to get away from the busy and you have to get away from the monotony of the life that you've been uh, conditioned to live. And you have to get quiet and you have to start paying attention. You should start listening and looking and uh, just being present and getting real 
with who you are and what you love. And a lot of us have lost sight of that because we're trying to please other people and be somebody we're not. But that's a whole nother episode. So visualization, know that that is key. So my download was that, holy heck, I have been visualizing through movies. And I was, it was in my preparation for the training I recently did. And it was a subject I had talked about before about visualization. I had talked about this athlete's thing and how you need to do that. And you have had seen examples. Yes. So what I say in my training, and I've been saying is you have to create the hallmark movie of your life that you want. And just imagine it over and over. You're kind of like the actor and the director, right? And the script writer. Yeah, it's a great concept to understand. Easy peasy, right? Well, this download was that Oh my gosh, I I I wasn't creating my own Hallmark movie because I didn't have a clue back then when I was 10 years old. I was watching other movies. Through other movies, I realized my deepest desires. Or a couple. I'm going to give a couple examples because the proof is is so when you realize that visualization worked in some way, then I think that feeds your soul to understand it's possible. If you put intention behind it, and that is the key, is knowing that it's possible and then moving forward and using the tool in a new way that you probably aren't aware of because I certainly wasn't until I had this download. Thank you, universe. So my first one, I'm going to tell you my first dream was through the movie, Butch Cassian and Sundance Kid. That movie was my favorite movie for so much of my childhood. I watched it over and over and over again, visualizing, right? That's what you do in your mind's eye, but watching it imprints that into your psyche. And so it's instead of the creating the Hallmark movie yourself, you're watching the movie of the things that you desire. And what I wanted that what that did was it birthed a love of horses. And I might have liked horses before that, but that's when I remember just being so adamant about wanting to have a horse. My poor mother, I didn't shut up about wanting a horse. So you're speaking it into the universe, right? These are my desires, my big dreams. I'm speaking it. I'm watching it. I'm seeing it. And I love that movie. I When I had this download, I Googled to see when the movie came out. It came out when I was 10. Two years later, I started horseback riding lessons. I got horseback riding lessons for my 12th birthday. Two years later, in March, right after my 14th birthday, my deepest desire of owning a horse came true. And I got my horse, who I named Billy Jack. Beautiful bay gelding, 15.1 hands. 
yes, my dream came true. And little did I know anything about dreaming big dreams and visualizing them and having them play over and over in your head. Guess what? I I did that through that movie. Fast forward. I was a little bit older at the time this happened. And just to reiterate, this was a download. This download, I was preparing this training, thinking about how can I share how visualization works in a way that people can receive. And these two movies came to me. And this was this was the aha moment, the download. So the second movie was The Notebook. And most people have seen The Notebook. And if you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. I did have a, a podcast guest once say that she hated that movie. <laughs> it was I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say it was like my favorite movie. Because why it was my favorite movie, and maybe somebody thinks it's far-fetched, and maybe for what I don't know what has happened in her life to make her think, because we all perceive things differently, right? Somebody sees a six, and somebody upside down sees the six, and they see a nine. So we we receive movies differently. And what is a crappy movie to one person might be a great movie to somebody else. And one that comes to mind off the top of my head is Groundhog Day. So many people I know love that movie. I hate it. I hate watching the same scene over and over and over and over again. It's like, what a waste of time. I have no patience for that. (laughs) But if you think about it, that's what I did with those movies. I've watched them over and over and over again. So if you like a movie and you're watching a movie over and over and over again, there's a reason. Something in your subconscious is telling you, I want something. Something resonates with me in that movie. So the next movie, The Notebook, was about a couple who loved each other so much in a way that when you watch it, you're like, I want that kind of love. And they part ways. And it's very sad. And of course, she moves on. She gets engaged. He is still missing her. And ultimately, they reunite. What that did was reawaken the realization that I loved in the same way she loved him in the movie, a boyfriend that I had broken up with many, many years prior. The boy that I loved from the time I was 18 to the time I was 20 I never stopped loving him. And when I watched that movie, I thought, oh my gosh, I wonder if he loves me like that. Wouldn't it be amazing if we were to reunite one day? But of course, those are the kind of big dreams that we suppress. Those are the kind of big dreams that we don't want to think about because it's going to ruffle some feathers. I was married to somebody else at the time. So that was a a dream that was impossible, impossible. No way, Jose. So we do that. We shove them away. I was like, you know, but guess what? Did I watch that movie again? Yep. Yep. Watched it again and again and again. 
And in so doing, I put my, 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 that subconscious desire comes to the conscious mind. It flits by and they're like, oh, no, 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 I can't do that. Can't think that way. No, no, no. But through that movie, you feel these feelings. And so, golly gee, <laughs> lucky me, two years later, because I looked that movie up, 2004, it came out. And my marriage wasn't in a good place at the time. And I wonder if it's that movie that really pushed me over the edge and said, finally, this is it. I have said it took me about three years to, to, to once I realized I, I, my marriage was over for me to actually be, be brave enough to face that. And isn't it interesting? The notebook was part of that process. So 2006, guess what? We reconnected. And that big dream was realized. That deepest desire came true. It became my reality. So visualizing through that movie worked. Sheer luck, because I had no idea I was doing it. So what I want to ask you is, what are your favorite movies? And can you see proof in the past that a movie you watched as a child actually became a part of your reality? Did you watch a movie that had, like one of my students, she said she loved the movies that had lakes and water, like Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, that was another one, by the way. That, that when I watched that, and guess what? My now husband, my old boyfriend that I reconnected with, he watched those movies too. And he had the same feelings that I did. I think for him, Sweet Home Alabama was a bigger one. And you know, long love lost and then reconnected. Uh, and so, but she she said Sweet Home Alabama and she said Dirty Dancing. And they both are uh, in the Sweet Home Alabama. He has a glass business. And that's part of the whole storyline. If you haven't seen the movie, you got to see it. It's such a great movie. Reese Witherspoon and a guy who I was convinced was Matthew McConaughey, but it wasn't. His name's Josh Lucas, but he's a like Matthew McConaughey lookalike. But anyways, he there's a lake right outside of his his where his glass place is, and he actually has a plane that is a. So yeah, it's a great story. So, but yeah, so she is now an author, and her first book series it was like seven books she wrote was set on a lake. And so just kind of these interesting parallels of movies we've loved. And she realized, you know what? I've always loved dancing and I haven't done that for too, far too long. So it put in her head that maybe I should take that up again. And I feel that even if dancing sounds like, well, that's not a big dream. Well, if it feels good, do it, no matter what it is. If it's something that you saw that made you feel good, do it. Because doing what feels good leads you to your big dreams. When you're in a place and a situation that is really aligned with you, who you are and what you desire to do, you'll be led 
to bigger dreams. So another student, and this one was even more powerful, I thought, she loved the movie Born Free. Of course, we're showing our age, right? All these old movies. <laughs> That's okay. You probably have, have seen them. Born Free. Do you remember that movie? I loved that movie. I loved animals. And so you imagine, yes, I loved that movie. My friend Flicka, too, was another one. But she loved Born Free. And she loved the movie. And I was thinking of this movie before she said it. And I knew what she was going to say because I know her backstory. But the next movie she said was Out of Africa. And another great movie. And of course, Robert Redford, he was in Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. So of course, I love that movie too. But she loved those two movies. And guess what? A, a, a love and desire to go to Africa was born in her from watching those movies. Maybe from watching those movies, maybe the movies were delivered to her from the universe because she needed to watch them. So she could visualize the dream that her spirit, her soul knows. We, it's all knowing. Our soul is all knowing. So our soul will deliver us the things we need. So if we can't visualize on our own, I believe that this is a way that the universe delivers that to us. And so, yes, her deepest desire of going to Africa and experiencing that part of the world and living there actually became her reality. Pretty crazy, huh? So that's why I thought this was an important episode to share because I want you to uncover your deepest desires. I want you to realize that visualization on those deepest desires is so vital. And I also want you to know that you probably have proof that it works and you don't even know it. And because I like to give assignments, I like action as a result of listening to something that resonates, that feels powerful to you. Write down what your favorite movies are. What movie do you like to watch over and over again? Because if you don't want to watch a movie again, it didn't really resonate with you. But what are the ones you'll go back to time and time again? I will still, if I am doing a channel changing thing and I come to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, I'm going to watch it. If I'm doing a channel thing and I see the notebook, damn straight, I'm going to watch it. And Sweet Home Alabama. My husband and I have probably laid in bed at least four times watching that movie when we've come across it together. It's great to watch it with him now, knowing we had watched it separately before, before we even knew that we would be back together. So find a movie that you love and go and watch it and take note of what are the things in it that you love so much that tap into those deep desires that are probably at a subconscious level, but start to be aware of what those things are what, what is it about the actors or actresses? What is it about the location? What is it about the storyline? And it can be the littlest things in the movie. What are the props? So do a little digging. Go after those deepest desires and claim them. They are yours. You are here to 
find them and achieve them. You are here to make them your reality. If you if they're there, that's that's what you're supposed to be doing. But life gets in the way. And so we think we have so many things to do, but just stop because this is the important work you need to do. And you can tell whoever asks who thinks you're not doing the things you need to do that it was a homework assignment from your coach to sit down and watch a movie you love. Do that and please, please, please send me an email and tell me what you uncovered in the process of watching one of your favorite movies. What did you realize about your deepest desires? Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.